Hello ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to Elite Takes, it's your host Carl, and on this segment we're going to be talking about A, players that have the most to prove this NBA playoffs, and then teams that got the most to prove in this NBA playoff. So today is the start of the NBA playoffs, I'm very excited uh, that I have my favorite sports back on TV. Now... This is going to be a very critical time for some players and some teams. We're going to start off with some of the teams. My first pick for a team that has a lot to prove this year is the Milwaukee Bucks. You know, I can't I can't really be mad at them. Milwaukee's a small market you know, place, it can't compare to lights like L.A., you know, Miami, things like that. And they, I, I'll give it to them. They they, they definitely tried. They put a solid, solid team around Giannis or Giannis, whatever you want to call him. And Giannis is definitely a transcendent player, and he's hopefully only going to get better. I'm telling you right now, if Giannis gets even a formidable shot, I'm not saying anything like, you know, Klay Thompson, Curry, anything like that. And just anything formidable. You know how, like, LeBron, uh, during his time in Cleveland, he wasn't the greatest shooter, but he eventually turned into a pretty good shooter, <clears throat> or at least a decent shooter, especially in Miami. If Giannis can get to even near a decent shooter, he watch out. <laughs> watch out. He's coming. So, the Bucks. Now, the, the problem with the Bucks is... It gets to the point where this is the problem with small marketplaces where it's it's difficult for them to attract talent. Now, to be quite honest, other than the city itself, like there's no reason why people wouldn't want to play with Giannis. Like they got shooters, they play great defense, Giannis passes the ball, the team chemistry is, is there, they have the coach, like like a player that would want to win a ring. Should want to go there. Now, me personally, this is my personal opinion. I think Chris Middleton is a great NBA star. I don't think he's a superstar. Um, I think he's a great, a great player. Like I think he's a, he's a, he's a very solid player. He reminds me a little bit like CJ McCollum. However, I would prefer McCollum um, a little bit more, just because I I just feel like McCollum's a little bit more clutch. But I, I'm just you know what you know what it is. This is actually, the more I think about it, I just think they're very similar to the to the Trailblazers. Um, and th- in terms of scenario, where I I just I don't think Middleton Middleton is can be that second piece for you to win a chip. Now, if he's that third piece, oh man, oh man, you're gonna have some problems facing them. If he's at Middleton would be like a phenomenal third piece. He'll definitely give you like 20 points a game, 18 points a game, efficient if he's a third piece. But a second piece, I just don't know if he could help Giannis get over there. Now, in terms of like supplemental pieces, the Bucks have great supplemental pieces. Brooke Lopez. Um, <clears throat> they have Bledsoe. They have George Hill. 
They have a lot of just other shooters. DiVincenzo. They, they just have a solid team. They're, I think they're just missing another... A higher tier star or even a superstar to pair up Giannis. And that's the issue. The Bucks did literally everything they could. And it's just not good enough, to be honest. Now, if the Bucks go to the finals, I think that may lure a potential high-quality player to go there and join them. Now, in terms of high-quality, I'm not sure if Kevin Love would want to join them. Um, maybe somebody else. I don't see Blake Griffin going there, but I could see Kevin Love fitting into that offense a little bit better. Um, maybe they somehow like work something out and... and like splash and get Devin Booker, you know. There's I'm just throwing things out there. But <clears throat> let's say for example, if the Bucks get bounced in the second round, huh, it's curtains. It's curtains. Yeah, I, I I would think Giannis would leave. Now, some of my friends are and this one in particular, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna shout him out Leo. He's a very 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 enthusiastic Heat fan and he's been talking to me about Giannis to the Heat for a while now. Before I was like thinking it's a reach of a very long reach. But as time's been going on, like the Heat are actually a pretty good team and they're putting themselves in a position to potentially get Giannis. So if he does go to the Heat, that's gonna be scary. But Milwaukee has to in my opinion, they have to get to the finals. Or, like, I just don't see why Giannis is going to stay there anymore. Like, they get, Milwaukee gave them all they can. Or, or some may argue that they didn't do enough. And Giannis is going to have to bounce. So, Milwaukee Bucks, first in line. There's a team that I need to prove. And my second in line, trust the process. Philadelphia 76ers. Now, in terms of the Sixers, I'm not going to lie. Last year, I thought they were a, a, a great team with Jimmy Butler. They lost to, like, you know, one of the luckiest shots in NBA history. Kawhi Leonard just and then boop, 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 bounced in, you know. You know, it is what it is. But I thought that team, I wish that team would have stayed together, to be honest. Because they would, if they would have stayed together, they probably wouldn't come out the East this year, to be honest. Um, but... As you know, Jimmy left, got his own team, is doing phenomenal. Ben Simmons, there's just something missing there. I don't know if it's the coach. I know some analysts say it's the coach, Brett Brown. He has to go. He's just not doing something with those two players. I don't know if it's the pair of of Embiid and Simmons. It just cannot work out. Like I just don't understand like what it is. Now, granted, I will say this. The fact that Ben Simmons cannot shoot or is unwilling to shoot as much as he does is definitely a detriment to the team. But it's, it's getting to the point where I think they're now in like year six together, maybe five. Um, and like you have to start thinking like, is this working? Now, in my opinion... Last year was a good sign if you were stuck together and you went to if you would went to the finals, then you can at least say, Okay, we should keep them together. But now Simmons is hurt and B is you know, always he's always been getting nicks. We just don't know. Now if the Sixers somehow get bounced, I'm not gonna say somehow because it's very plausible they get bounced because they're facing the, the Celtics in the first round. If they get bounced in the first round, even cause Simmons not there, 
Someone's got to go. I don't know if it's the coach. I don't know if it's in B. I don't know if it's Simpson, but somebody's got to go. Because if I'm a businessman, I'm paying them big money. They got to deliver at some point. Like, that's what you're getting paid. You can't be getting bounced in the first round if you're if you supposedly have two transcendent players. Because some people say Embiid is a transcendent player. They say he, they remind him he reminds them of Hakeem. Some people say you know Ben Simmons is a jump shot away of being the second coming of LeBron. I mean they're always trying to say someone's the next LeBron, but you can't be doing this. You can't be getting bounced. You can't be. Like, you have to at least go to the conference finals. You know what I'm saying? Like, you have to at least, you know, go to the conference finals to at least give people some encouragement. You know, trust the process. This process is looming right now. And we'll see how it goes within the next two weeks. But I'm I'm predicting if they get bounced in the first round, somebody's got to go. Now... I just talked about teams. Now we're going to talk about individual players that have the most to prove. And this is just my take. I think there's three players that have the most to prove in this playoffs. <clears throat> I guess we'll talk about, I'll go from least to, to most in this order. But the first one, I, I, in my opinion, is Jason Tatum. Now, Jason Tatum is still very young, so that's why he's the least. He's in the bottom of the three. Um, but to be fair, he's ha- he's been having a great, great year, you know. And he's he's definitely a, a star, you know, in the league. Uh, he's made the All Star team. Now, this is the time frame. There's no Kawhi anymore. There is Giannis, but there's no Kawhi anymore. Some people really can argue. That Jason Tatum might be the second best player in the East. Some people can make an argument for that. You know? So, in my opinion, if Jason Tatum's really that man, he's got to lead the Celtics to at least the conference final again. Like he did against LeBron and the Cavs without Kyrie. If he's really that guy. Because him and, and Jalen Brown are, I think, two years older now. They're definitely developing. They're definitely better. They have, on paper, the Boston Celtics are easily top three teams in the NBA, in my opinion. In my opinion. On paper. Gordon Hayward, Kemba Walker, Jalen Brown, Jason Tatum, Marcus Smart. Like, and you know, you have some 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 role players that, that are that are still sufficient. Enos Cantor. Like, like that that team is definitely good enough. Now, yeah, granted, you are missing a center. That's probably, like, what's stopping you from winning a chip. But, Jason Tatum, if you're that person, I think this year is a great year for you to capitalize and, and take it to the next level from, like, star to all-star. And then from all-star to superstar. But this is the year, in my opinion. But, you know, he still has time. He's still very young. So that's why he's the third on my list. But I think this is a great year for him to capitalize on the opportunity, especially in the East. Now, number two. 
Now, granted, this year he may have some leeway because Russell Westbrook is hurt right now. But he has significant pressure on himself. Oh, man. And he's one of my favorite players in the leagues. James Harden is my number two right now for the most pressure. James Harden has consistently been a phenomenal player the last, like, since, ever since he left OKC, which I, I still can't forgive OKC that they did that. That's just, just such a bonehead move. As a, as a businessman, business mindset, like, like, how? But anyways, I digress. Anyways, James Harden has consistently been phenomenal. MVP, some argue he should have been multiple MVP winner. I think he's got a scoring title. He's just a walking bucket. And in my, in my opinion, in my opinion, in my opinion, other than KD, James Harden is the greatest scorer of all time that I've ever seen. He could do everything. Give a three. Give Shoot threes. Shoot twos. Shoot twos. Can drive it in. He can drive it in. Euro. Dunk. Free throw. Whatever you need, he got you. Fade away. Step back. He got you. James Harden. James Harden. Nope. Nobody can guard this man. Nobody. So with that being said... Before, I gave him some slack because I don't care what anybody says. Nobody's beating the Warriors with KD. Nobody is beating. Like, when KD went there, he basically put a stamp on it saying, all right, you ain't beating me no more. I don't care who you got. You're not beating me. I'm on the Warriors. But now he's gone. You lost to them, I think, the last three years. But now he's gone. Right? So now, there's not really an excuse. And now you're facing the Thunder. With Chris Paul, who you traded for. Oh, let me, let me calm down. For Chris. For Russell Westbrook. Let me get in my element. Who you traded for Russell Westbrook. And now it's going to be you versus CP3. You got to win. You, you, you got to win. You're going all in on small ball. You know, Mike D'Antoni and you. You're basically paying. You're playing for this thing to work out. Because if you guys get bounced, not even the first round. Like, if you guys get bounced in the second round, I got to think it's a wrap. It's, it's definitely going to be a wrap for Mike D'Antoni, but I just don't know what they're going to do with James Harden. You know? Because they, they're they not like the Lakers and the Clippers where this is their first year and they're probably... Like, one of them is going to figure it out um, this year and the next is probably going to figure it out next year, to be honest. Like, the, the, the core has been there for quite some time now. So you got to figure it out. You got to figure it out. You know what I'm saying? So James Harden, that pressure's on you. Now, lastly, the number one player I think the pressure's on this year... And I'm only saying this because of his situation. But that's Anthony Davis. Fabrow. 
In New Orleans, people say you don't have help, you don't have this, you don't have that. That's cool. That's cool. That's cool. But you can't say that anymore. You can't say that anymore. You got the GOAT with you. You got LeBron. You got GOAT James with you. You can't say that anymore. And now the pressure's on the line. This ain't this ain't conference finals, you know. This isn't the team where, oh, we got the conference. It's cool. No, this is championship or bust. That's why they got you. That's why they took Brandon Ingram and gave him to New Orleans. That's why they gave Josh Hart, gave it to New Orleans. It's because of you, AD. So if you're really that man, that people, you know, people, you know I'm saying, people across the league, they're questioning you. They're saying, is he really a dog? He could play. They're not saying you can't play. But they're saying, are you a, are you really a dog? This is the perfect chance for you to show them you're a dog. Kyrie's a dog. Some people might say Kyrie's talking, but he's a dog. He comes through. Dwayne Wade's a dog. Chris Bosh is a dog. AD, you got to show that you're a dog, man. You got the most pressure on you this NBA Finals, to be honest. Because a lot of people were giving you slack before, and some people were starting to notice, like, eh? I'm not so sure if I want to ride on this AD train to make sure that he is the future of the league. He, he can be the best player in the league. You got to show that. To be quite honest, AD, this year, you should if you're really that man, because you're in your prime right now, clearly, you should, you should be, you may not be the leader, but you should be the best player on the team and take them to the finals. And you should probably win finals MVP over LeBron this year if you're really that man. Now, I'm, I'm not taking anything from LeBron because LeBron's probably going to average anywhere from 25 to, to 35. Maybe get, give you 8 and 8 because that's what Goat James does. But you're 26. He's, he's like 35. If you're really that man, no one can guard you. I need to see Monster demon numbers. 38, 15, and 6. Something crazy. I need to see those numbers. Shaq and 01. Because no one could guard you, apparently. So we need to see this. AD, it's going to be looking spooky for you if you don't come through. I'm, I'm just saying. I don't want to see it happen. I'm a Lakers fan. I don't want to see it happen. I'm, I'm, I'm just saying. I, I'm just saying. But I'm rooting for y'all. I hope every person that I talked about actually do succeed. I'm not wishing any negativity upon anyone. But I'm just, I'm speaking the truth. I speak for the youth. And I speak the truth. Whether it's popular or not. With that being said, it's your host Carl. And this wraps up. Episode number two of Elite Takes. See you next episode. It's payday, fellas. She been burning butter.